from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. Hi, I have a really unusual request. This is not your usual gig. Can you hear me out? I think all of my phone calls started like that, and knowing full well that maybe this wouldn't be for everybody. Yeah. Um, a process of, of writing and going on lots of hikes and out on the hikes, just kind of being open and aware to the ideas that float into my mind. I feel like now you must notice sounds all around you that the rest of us are just tuning out. Mm, well... I'm Sarah Fenske. This weekend, a new concert series kicks off in an unusual place, along the Hickory Trail of the Powder Valley Nature Conservation Center in Kirkwood. And if you think the location is unique, well, the music may really amaze you. The 15 musicians that producer Jody Redditch-Ferber has assembled for what she's named Ecotones never played together prior to this project. But our audio engineer Aaron Dorr was able to observe last Friday as one trio met up at the pavilion at Powder Valley, avoiding the rain even as they soaked up the sounds around them. And there, they play new music together, music inspired by those sounds, including here, the white-throated sparrow. And that is violinist Asuka Murray Kaneko, clarinetist Kendrick Smith, and cellist Jody Redditch Ferber playing together in anticipation of the Ecotones concert series that happens this weekend. And joining us now is Ecotones founder and producer Jody Redditch Ferber. Jody, welcome. Thank you so much, Sarah. I'm really excited to be here. So, Jody, this is such a unique idea. What was your original inspiration? Sure. So, I heard the word ecotone a couple of years ago, and it is not a musical phrase. Yeah. It's actually a word from ecology. It's where two biomes intersect and meet. For instance, a forest edge and a meadow, or a stream and a stream bank. And in that transition zone, the life is uh, very rich, very vital. And I played with that idea for a long time. And I thought, oh, how, how can I spin that into something musical? And I, I've been journaling about it for about a year. Wow, so this word really caught you. Yeah, it really caught me. Right. And so throughout um, a process of, of writing and going on lots of hikes and out on the hikes, just kind of being open and aware to the ideas that float into my mind, I eventually came upon, oh, the ecotone that we're going to create is the human biome intersecting with the natural biome. And in this case, it's going to be a natural biome of uh, a local area right here in St. Louis. Pretty easy for people to get to. <laughs> Very important. You can't make people drive for hours. Right. So, so it's the intersection of the human biome and the natural biome. And um, I anticipate that it's certainly going to be full of life and vitality this weekend. Full of life. Yeah, it's fair to say. I mean, this thing, you have already had all the reservations booked up for this. Yes. I have to ask, I mean, it's obviously a, a popular spot to do it based yes. on the reception. Did you choose this trail in Kirkwood? Because this is a trail where you're hiking. You're, you're listening to these sounds. Yes, right. 
Uh, I'm so glad you asked that right away, because this trail was the inspiration mm-hmm. for um, structuring and designing a performance in this way. In a way, it's like, instead of a progressive dinner, it's a progressive concert. About a year ago, my husband and my two sons, who are three and eight years old, discovered Powder Valley, and they did this Hickory Ridge Trail. They came home raving. And you know, shortly thereafter, I found an opportunity to do it too. And as I did the trail, I noticed that there are all these features already existing on the trail that are just begging to be stages. They seem like they're stages already. Like someone built this just for you. <laughs> and, you know, how, how many million people are in St. Louis? Yeah. Two million others. <laughs> um, but yes, as I was hiking the trail, you know, about a 10-minute hike in, there's a decking structure shaped like a U. And I thought, oh, immediately I envisioned, I imagined percussionists here on the decking. You know, even I wanted xylophones. I wanted xylophones, you know, the wooden slats, they made me think of the decking. And then I rounded the bend and hiked about 15 minutes more. And I round into a ravine and go down the hill and it's alongside a stream. And there at the bottom, that little tributary, it meets in with a big stream. And there's a concrete remnant there that's built out covering the water. And immediately in my mind, I saw my friend, Chris Cheek playing saxophone on the concrete remnant as a stage. And I kid you not, Sarah, I cannot believe it's all unfurled this way, but Chris Cheek actually will be (laughs) playing saxophone on this concrete remnant. So will Kwane Johnson saxophone, the two of them, over the four events. So this is Uh all materialized, Mm -hmm. kind of as you dreamed. How do you make that pitch to musicians? Like, I'm going to start this brand new thing, and I'm going to just chuck you on this little concrete thing here down by the water. Did people initially just laugh you right off the phone? I I have to say my initial phone calls to all of the musicians started with hi I have a really unusual request this is not your usual gig can you hear me out I think all of my phone calls started like that and knowing full well that maybe this wouldn't be for everybody and knowing that these musicians who were signing on to the Ecotones Ensemble it was going to be a special spirit an adventurous spirit people willing to uh, be part of an Ecotone literally on the edge of something yeah (laughs) and and I think you know so many of us have seen here or there maybe we've only seen the video on YouTube but you know a, a trio will set up in a forest and and they're playing Beethoven you're going so much farther than that in that you're setting up in in the forest and you're gonna play songs inspired by the forest I mean that's a big ask here it is a big ask and I want to tell you that designing this has been a whole different creative process than anything I've done before I'm not approaching this as a composer who's scripting everything out and saying okay here are your directions here's your sheet music (laughs) instead it's this very interactive creative process that's going on. Yes, it is inspired exactly by the nature happening right there at beside that stage on the trail. You know, that is informing what we're going to be doing. We we cited the bird song stage where it is on the trail because that happens to be where the acoustics are best for the birds on the trail. That's hmm. where you can hear them the loudest out of anywhere on the trail. So that's where bird song stage is because we have the highest chance of hearing the birds loud right there. And as you say, this is not just you laying this down as a composer inspired by what you hear in this moment. I actually have a great example of this. So our audio engineer, Aaron Dorr, was out to capture some sounds from your practice. And in this clip I'm about to play, we can hear you. You're also there with a violinist, Oscar Murray Kaneko, and clarinetist, Kendrick Smith. And here you're making music inspired by frogs um, and a cardinal. 
two, three. I've got an idea. Let's not be together. Let's nice. answer. You know how the frogs are always yeah. answering each other? Yeah. Okay, so you go first. I'm gonna be Kendrick on. Kendrick okay. is gonna be the on-beat frog. <laughs> Jody's gonna be the off-beat frog. <laughs> it kind of felt a little bit like some Brazilian music. Or like that little. Yeah. No, it did. Yeah. To it. Okay, like all right. Say, See, like that makes me happy because Brazilian music is my happy place. <laughs> Oscar, what if we add a fermata into your part, um, the measure before B and the measure before C? Yeah, should you hybridize then? Should yeah. you become like Oscar plus Cardinal at uh -huh. the end? Oh, I love it when you when you take it into Oscar land. Yeah, yeah. When the Cardinal, when the, it becomes a, a Cardinal-human yeah. hybrid. Yeah. Um, awesome. That was super fun! Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> okay. So that is a, a practice session for maybe, I think, the one and only practice session for this, this Ecotones concert that is happening this weekend. That's at the Powder Valley Nature Conservation Center in Kirkwood. And, of course, I'm joined today by one of the three musicians we just heard there working through that. That's Jody Redditch-Ferber, who's a cellist, also the producer of this event. First of all, that sounds like so much fun. But second of all, this sounds truly collaborative. You're kind of responding to each other, responding to these animals, working in sort of the pauses of nature. Exactly. We are. And I'm so glad you played that clip with the frogs. And they, previously, you played the clip of the white-throated sparrow, yeah. because our plans are when the audience comes through to the birdsong stage, at some point, they're going to get each one of those frog percussion instruments, and they're going to be a chorus of frogs, and they're going to play along with us as we play white-throated sparrow. <laughs> and do you feel like the audience is ready for this? They, they're ready to play the frog? You have a lot of faith in us. <laughs> it's going to be great. You're all going to have your own pulse and your own rhythm, which is natural and beautiful. <laughs> so there there are so many different bird sounds that have inspired this. I can tell you seem like you're somebody who really pays attention to birds. Oh, well, I would say definitely after approaching this Ecotones concert idea, I pay more attention to birds than I ever have before. And I'm glad you brought that up because ever since I've started this project, I realized that every time a bird sings, it's all of a sudden like a mindfulness exercise for me. I'm listening so much more deeply than I ever have to the bird sounds, the tampers, mm. the pitches, all of that, just because I'm focusing on it more. But it has this added benefit of it's like a moment of relaxation, like a moment of coming back into my breath or a moment of coming back into my nature and its nature. It's yeah. really really beautiful. I mean, this idea of the ecotones where the human world interacts with, with this other world, we're in this world all the time. We just don't realize it. I feel like now you must notice sounds all around you that the rest of us are just tuning out. Mm, well, I have to tell you that that is the big reason that I'm doing this is it's, um, it has two big goals. And the first is to encourage people to come out to their local wilderness or local nature and open their senses, be open and aware in a way that they maybe 
don't usually take time for. Yeah. So they're going to be listening to everything around them, maybe more deeply than they usually do. And they're going to be listening to the music differently than they usually do. And the other big goal here is sort of grassroots audience development, right? I wanted to make um, a project that would be really fun and engaging and playful Mm -hmm. for all ages. And so maybe when those youngsters come out, you know, it might be their first time seeing a flute or a clarinet or a bassoon. So it's this first exposure to these live acoustic instruments, which is so magical. And they're going to hopefully maybe be able to listen to those in a different way than they would if they were inside a concert hall. Yeah, I mean, you've played on the stages of some of the biggest and best concert halls all over the world. Here, you might be finding an audience that has never heard the kind of playing that you do. And I am thrilled by the prospect of that because on purpose, I cited world-class professional musicians here. I mean, they are getting exposed to the best of the best here in the St. Louis region. And I did that on purpose because I thought, oh, this is an opportunity for them to get exposed to these instruments for the very first time either. I want it to be a wow of an experience. And I really think it I think it will be. Yeah. I am just so grateful to all of these musicians for their openness, their adventurous spirit, um, as well as these amazing naturalists from Powder Valley, too. Yeah. So many people throwing in to make this happen. A lot of people a signed on to this people. vision. I'm so grateful. Yes. And so a couple of the, the clips that people have heard so far, this is fairly avant-garde, but that is not the case for every single part of this. Right. I'm going to play a, a song here. This is going to be something, um, again, from last Friday. This is called More. Morning Dove Blues. Morning Dove Blues, performed by one of the trios performing at Ecotones this weekend. Jody, I understand your husband, Alan Ferber, deserves some credit for this one. (laughs) What role did he play in in this? So I had transcribed seven birds. One of them was the Morning Dove. I wrote some changes out, some blues changes. I had him look at, honey, can you help me with this? I I opened up the computer software to him, showed it to him, passed it over. He disappeared for two days, basically. And he came back with this exquisite chamber music piece. I am what a gift. Yeah, Amazing. it's beautiful. It's beautiful, yes. So that'll be performed at the Birdsong stage and a different configuration of musicians. Um, Anne Chumack on flute, Kendrick Smith on clarinet, Asuka Marie Kaneko on violin, and myself on cello will be playing that at the four performances. Wow, so that's mm-hmm. going to be a real highlight. Mm-hmm. But so many different stages, different groups of musicians for these concerts. Yes. We have information at stlonair.show. Unfortunately, they are all filled up. 
oh, but I can but tell you it's okay. Yes. They, they Actually, check again because I think that some people who maybe plans change. Okay. So yeah, there, there's that waiting list there. You're saying there might be list. openings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say go ahead to ecotonesconcerts.org where the registration links are and just double check. But the big thing to tell you is that I never in my wildest dreams expected that there would be a piano as part of the Ecotones concerts. Wow. <laughs> but <laughs> the amazingly generous and supportive Joe Jackson, owner of Jackson Pianos, has donated a grand piano, which will be located in the staging area Trailhead Pavilion. And so we have programmed 30-minute sets of live chamber music both days at 10 a.m., noon, and 2 p.m. And those are free, no registration required. So, so anybody, just anybody can, can come to those. That. And I would definitely say, yes, 10 a.m., noon, or 2 p.m. to hear the grand piano. Um, amazing pianist and chamber musicians performing there in the good acoustics of the Trailhead. And then they could head off and do the Tangle Tangle Vine Trail or head off and do the Hickory Ridge Trail from there. So Jody, this is all so exciting and we're glad to kind of have this little sneak preview of what's to come here. In just our final minute here, this is not a one-off. You hope to be doing this again this September. You're already making plans. Um, is each one of these going to be this site-specific? So yes. improvisational. Yes. yes. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I would say there's been a lot of great joy in designing this absolute linkage to the nature right there on site. And so the next one's going to be Emmenegger Nature Park, which is really just a two-minute drive down the road from Powder Valley. But that's, it butts up to the Merrimack River. And so we're going to have a theme of water and water instruments. There's also an amazing bridge there. So that's going to be um, inter- intertwined into what I program there. Um, but also there's something else in the wor- works of programming something in a native prairie. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that will be in the St. Louis area Can as well? Can you believe or? it? I can't. It's it's not a for sure thing. So okay. th- the thing about this is that I have to get permission to use the land from people. <laughs> yes. But stay tuned. There may be um, a remnant native prairie with French horns and basses involved sometime soon. <laughs> well, we want to tell people this project, this is pretty exciting. Ecotonesconcerts.org. Get more information and stay on top of what Jody's doing because this is amazing. Jody Redditch-Ferber, thank you so much for joining us. Today. Sarah, thank you so much. Today's episode was produced by Sarah Fenske and Aaron Dore, with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks.
St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.